having extra energy is such a gift. Being able to not only take on what we have on our to-do list and the responsibilities that we have day to day, but to have extra energy to show up one for ourselves, whether that's in doing the things we like, like self-care, washing your face, maybe it's a workout, having that energy to show up for ourselves in the midst of our crazy busy to-do list kind of day and show up for the people that we love and serve is what we are here for. Becoming an empowered eater, it doesn't have anything to do with how we look and everything to do with how we serve others. And so today I'm going to be talking about the best empowered eating techniques for women who want to have more energy. I've got four of them for you today and I can't wait to share them with you because I know you're awesome and I know you have a lot to give the world, but our energy is limited. So this is here for you so you can expand that energy, have more to give to those around you, those that you love. And my friend, this also includes giving to yourself. Hey, I am Jess and I'm obsessed with all things nutrition, science, and helping you navigate this information while maintaining a deep sense of peace and empowerment in your body. I'm a registered dietitian who started out with an eating disorder and then fell in love with learning about how God intricately designed our bodies to be resilient and so much more than superficially beautiful. I am now a mama who loves to be healthy, not because of how it makes me look, but because of how it has transformed the energy I can give to my family, my friends, and you. On this show, we hit on real talk around the latest nutrition science and body image resiliency, all while balancing it between grit and grace. Think of this as your weekly audio coffee to encourage your empowered eating journey. This is the Fuel Her Awesome podcast. If I were to name one struggle almost every single woman faces, it is that of not having enough energy or as much energy as we would like to do all the things. Naturally, as women, we are multitaskers. We take on more than we probably should. And we're givers. We're naturally nurturing human beings. And so that I think is this equation to set us up to be tired and fatigued and looking at ourselves at the end of the day going, I didn't get as much as I wanted to get done. And now I have to wash my face and take care of myself. And I just want to be done. Like I just want to chill out scroll on whatever social platform and be done. Female fatigue is caused by, it could be caused by many different things. There's sleep debt that so many of us rack up because we're moms, we're stressed, hormones are off. There's so many reasons, but sleep debt is huge. And this can cause stress on our adrenal glands. Puts us out of sync with our circadian rhythm, our menstrual cycle, and just the natural cycle, even if it's healthy, it tends to impact our sleep hormones and our sleep patterns. And then we've got, of course, like pregnancy, perimenopause, menopause, um, oral contraceptives, our diet influences it, exercise or lack thereof, and stress and anxiety. Like which woman doesn't check at least three of those boxes? (laughs) So this idea of needing more energy is something I think we can all relate to. So I'm really glad you're here today because I'm talking about the four things that I think help boost our energy And it's something you guys can get started on today. You don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have to test any of your hormone levels. Like these are things that we can start developing skills and growing in today. Okay, so you ready? The first one is developing a strong sense of emotional intelligence and psychological flexibility. This is so crucial 
when we are moving into the realm of taking care of our health and taking care of our body, we have to be in tune with what our emotions are. What I see happen so often, and I lived here for a very, very long time, when I would feel an emotion, I wasn't in tune with it, and so I would just push it down, and it would manifest and come out in other ways. So for example, this was a common theme in my early 20s. I would have a day at work, and I worked with a a tough boss for a period of time. I would have interactions with him, and I would just feel awful. Like I would feel like a failure, like I wasn't doing good enough. You know, he was a little abrasive and so that didn't help. But I took all of that and I held it internally and I didn't take a minute to notice how I was feeling. So then I would go home at the end of the day, worn out, tired, exhausted, and I'd start looking at myself in the mirror and over-evaluating my body. I'd be going, "Ugh, I don't like, oh my gosh, I don't like the way this looks. I just don't feel good in my body. And I'd channel almost like all my frustration towards my body. And I looking back, I now see a lot of it had nothing it had nothing to do with my body. My body was, you know, going through changes of course, but for the most part, it was the same body I had lived in for the previous 5 years and really the discomfort I was feeling was the discomfort in the emotion during the day. Now, that's more of a body image example, but I think it pops up in other areas like I see that with my parenting too. If I have a tough day at work or It's more so when I feel overwhelmed now, when I'm feeling like I have too much on my plate and I can't keep up with all of it and I come home, if I don't acknowledge that I'm feeling that way, give myself the space to, you know, name the overwhelmed feeling, process it, take a few breaths. If I like walk into the door and I meet my kids, it does not go well. My fuse is super short. I have two very, very wild boys. They just feed off of each other. And if I'm not aware of how, what emotion and energy I'm walking in the door with, I can take it out on them. So developing emotional intelligence is a big one, a big one. That's why inside the Empowered Eating model, we talk a lot about naming your feelings, getting acquainted with them. You know, when we reach for food, we tend to be, if it's not because we're hungry or because it's time for us to eat, when we're reaching for food for emotional reasons, I don't run from that. I actually get really curious. I'm like, what is this pattern, this behavior trying to tell us? And instead of running from it, can we open the door and peek inside and find out what emotion I'm feeling, why, and what I can do with it? And from there, we work on psychological flexibility. Now, I actually just did an episode last week on psychological flexibility, so I'm not going to go over that today. If you want to take a a week back and look at that episode, you can. But these two together are paramount when it comes to managing our energy because we're not, then we're not stuck in, you know, managing the emotional energy on top of the physical energy. We actually have some connection to our emotional energy. We know how to navigate it and we don't let it impact our physical quite so much. Now, I share that tool and while it's really, really powerful, I also want to like make sure there's plenty of room for grace here because this is a process that takes a lot of time. It is one that I continue to grow in every single day. I'm definitely in a better spot than I was when I was in my 20s, but it is something I continue to work on. I have lots of tools in my toolbox. I love sharing those with the people I work with. I continue to get support and supervision from other folks who know more about this than I do, but this part is one so crucial and two 
something that takes time and is evergreen. Like we always have to be coming back to this. Okay, so that is the first technique. Now the next three are a bit more tactical, so I'm excited to dive into these with you. The second technique to have more energy and boost your empowered eating journey is to have a well-stocked kitchen. Having certain essentials within your kitchen, it gives you like the color palette to paint any meal you need at any given time. I'm a huge advocate for this. If you are inside the Empowered Eating Method, I have a list for you inside the fuel planning module where you can actually go through and build your well-stocked kitchen. When we have the basic components like protein in the freezer, frozen fruit in our freezer, um, greens that were once fresh and now we've put them in the freezer and they're frozen, these kinds of things available to us make it so that we can be in the middle of the week and just whip something up. We can just throw something together instead of door dashing for the fifth time that week, which is what I used to do. <laughs> but now I know if I have the tools available, I will one, save money and two, save time because I'm not going to the grocery store, but three, be able to easily craft a meal that doesn't, that does fuel the kind of energy I want to have for the remainder of the evening. So well-stocked kitchen is huge. Oh, and I, <laughs> this was something I was talking to my sister on the phone the other day. And I was like, sister, do you make your own salad dressings? And she was like, no, it's so much work. And I, I kind of laughed because I was like, I relate to that. I used to think that. It's actually not. I have three salad dressing recipes that I make through rotation, on rotation, and they're so easy. All I need is a mason jar, and it's like four to five ingredients, and these are ingredients that I have as a part of my well-stocked kitchen. So now it's just a part of my rhythm. And, you know, if I'm out of salad dressing, I don't have to run to the store to go get it. I can actually just whip it up with some oil, some vinegar, and some seasoning. It's so amazing. So anyways, I was talking to my sister about that. And that is something that has become a regular rhythm in my empowered eating process that I had forgotten it wasn't at one point. So if you haven't done that yet, do yourself a favor. Find yourself three awesome salad dressing recipes and make it make the ingredients a part of your well-stocked kitchen. I would be happy to share those with you if you want to reach out to me. Okay, the third technique is the power of protein. I talk about protein on here all the time because it is such a game changer. I was talking to my sister-in-law just last night who has increased her protein. And she said, Jess, that protein is everything. It's just in a matter of days, I feel different. And I said, I know, isn't it crazy? (laughs) It's pretty, pretty impressive. So getting adequate protein can not only boost your lean body mass tissue, which is what's metabolically happening there. When we provide regular and adequate protein doses, we allow the body to turn over muscle tissue on a daily basis, which it's already doing, but rebuild in a stronger, more efficient way. Feeling stronger in our body gives us more energy to do all the things because then, you know, picking up the kiddo or lifting the bag of dog food, it's not as difficult because we have stronger muscles. I'm a huge advocate for protein. I do believe in adding in protein powder because I am busy and I don't always have time to make a delicious high protein snack. And so I believe protein powder is like God's gift to busy women. If you are looking for a specific protein powder, I have some really great options. My current favorite is Polar Joe. 
I've talked about that here on the show before. It's on my website. If you have not tried Polar Joe, I want to invite you to snag one of their pouches for a dollar. Head on over to JessBrownRD.com and click on shop. You will see the Polar Joe, the information on Polar Joe protein powder there. They are high-grade whey protein isolate sourced from New Zealand. It is delicious. I was making up my matcha green tea protein powder this morning, and I was mixing one for my husband. And he goes, well, make mine with milk because I don't like the way it tastes. And I said, dude, just, yes, I call my husband dude sometimes. (laughs) I said, dude, just taste it without the milk first because I think you're going to be blown away with how creamy it is. Sure enough, when he had it, he tasted all the delicious cream without the milk. Now, of course, you can add milk if that's part of your plan and you're trying to. But in this case, I was like, please don't use the milk because it's expensive and we're raising boys and I'm trying to allocate a grocery budget on top of hitting our protein. So anyways, that was my thought behind him not adding milk to the protein powder, but he didn't need it anyway. So check that out. You guys grab their their sample pack for a dollar to test it out. See if you like it. They have coffee, cold brew, protein powder. Again, you don't need to add milk because it's so deliciously creamy. It does not taste like a protein shake. It tastes like your afternoon cup of cold brew. It's incredible. Okay, the fourth and final technique that I'm going to be sharing with you today is become supplement savvy. I am a dietitian first, so that means I am always promoting food first before supplements. However, once we check the food bubble... We are eating adequate fuel. We're fueling our bodies with, in a balanced and empowered way. Adding in a solid supplement stack is what I believe helps us take our energy to the next level. So adding in things like magnesium. Magnesium is something that is difficult to get high and therapeutic amounts from in your diet. So adding magnesium can help boost our immune system, our gut health, and our brain function. Adding in things like an omega-3 fatty acid supplement can help with mood management, especially around our PMS week. And then I have two specific supplements that I have now been taking for about six weeks, and I've noticed a massive shift in my energy. And that has been that of creatine and adding in an adaptogenic beverage. Okay, let's talk about our little creatine guy first. Creatine is a part of the creatine phosphagen energy system, or as I like to call it, our instant gratification energy system. This is the energy cycle that turns on when we do things like jump out of the seat or sprint for about 10 seconds, or maybe we're doing a power lift. Creatine phosphagen system is the instant energy system that supplies the energy molecules for those quick, instant, rapid movements. Now, we as women contain only about 70 to 80% of the amount of creatine in our muscles as men do. So men have more of this naturally within our body. The research is showing that we can actually bump our creatine capacity or creatine storage in our muscles by 20%. So to me as a woman, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can match what my husband is carrying around in creatine stores. Like sign me up for that. The other thing about creatine that I find really interesting is they're starting to see it may have some positive effects on mood and cognition. 
there was some research looking specifically at major depressive disorder, and they found that those who augmented their daily antidepressant with five grams of creatine, they responded twice as fast, and they experienced the decrease of their depression at double the rate of women who only took the antidepressant. So that gets me really curious, and especially being a woman who I personally struggle with PMDD around my menstrual cycle. So this was interesting to me, and I've added this for the last six weeks and noticed a huge difference not only in my strength when I am lifting, but also in my mood stability. So more to come there, but I am encouraged. And the cool thing about creatine is there is enough research now to show that there's not any high, high risk in having it, kind of like with whey protein. As long as your gut health is happy with it, it doesn't come with a high risk factor. So adding in creatine has been incredibly powerful. If you're looking for a creatine recommendation, you can head on over to my website. I have a supplement dispensary and I have put on there my favorite, most economically efficient, well-priced creatine supplement. It is third-party tested and you can snag that over at JessBrownRD.com under shop. Okay, let's shift over. Last one here is talking about adaptogens. These are newer supplements, but they have, again, started to develop some really interesting research. In short, adaptogens are herbs, roots, and other plant substances that help our bodies manage stress and restore balance after a stressful situation. So it provides our adrenal glands with support. How many of us don't need that? (laughs) These are really, really powerful blends. And there's a new one that I've been taking. It's by Thorn. And again, you can find this on my website. It is a daily greens adaptogenic powder, and it's an incredible supplement. Now, this is not a podcast on supplements. I would be happy to link one in the show notes that is. But all of this is to say that when we are looking to build our empowered eating skills for more energy, getting our supplement stack on point is a piece of that. Okay, so let's recap here. Four things that will help you boost your energy include, one, developing emotional intelligence and psychological flexibility so that we can navigate our day with a wise, centered, focused mind. We all have her inside of us, some days more than others, but working on growing that emotional intelligence and psychological flexibility is a game changer. Number two, developing a well-stocked kitchen, making sure we have the staples we need to build base meals in a pinch. Number three, the power of protein, having adequate and consistent protein intake. And number four, being supplement savvy and having a stack that boosts our energy. I am hoping that this builds your empowered eating techniques because, girl, we all need more energy. (laughs) We all need it. When you practice these four together, you will see the combination is incredible. It is one that keeps you going, keeps you moving forward. And when the days are tough, that's when that psychological flexibility kicks in and you're able to see where you're doing a good job, where you're doing the best that you can, and give yourself grace where some things are just out of your control. And then you keep going. You get in your kitchen and you make something delicious because you've got a well-stocked kitchen, you have adequate protein, and you supplement well so you can sleep and recover, wake up the next day, and do it all over again, but with energy and a smile. Have an empowered day, my friend. Cheers and happy eating. 
Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. To learn more on how you can become an empowered eater, snag my free workshop, how to eat intuitively and hit your goals without obsessing over food at jessbrownrd.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.